podcast. Two, three. It's the Tell Me Something podcast. You ready? Yep. What are we speaking on? We speaking on everything and anything. Okay. Don't start whispering again. I'm not. Last time I was really loud. No, you weren't. I felt like I was. No. It was it was good volume. 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 When I say it fast, I always say volume. I know that's the pill you take to get high. <laughs> uh, these you sent were pretty good. I know. That's why I sent them. What about talking about being introverted and extroverted? Because you're very extroverted and I'm very introverted. Um, and together, we make... Scissors. Ambi- Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, we can talk about that. I'll give you my opinions on it. What are your opinions? Well, we're not talking about it yet. Okay. Should I do the intro? Yep. Missed it last week. I know. I noticed that when I was listening to it. Yeah. It's okay because the flow was pretty good. Um, welcome everybody to the Tell Me Something podcast. I'm your who? Who? I'm your ho. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva, and I got my beautiful co-host here uh, sitting next to me in bed. What up? Throwback to episode one. Yeah. <laughs> Holly Villanueva. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, babes? Oh, well, you know. You know. That's what I always say. Well, you know. <laughs> but I don't know. Well, nothing is up. We did homework and wrote your EPR. Yes. Yeah, That's not supposed to be said. We will. Yeah, we'll get into your introverted procrastination. Is what we'll get I am a procrastinator. <laughs> and we've liter- I have literally put everything off uh, until today. But not on purpose. Sort of on purpose. Yeah, definitely on purpose. No. It's been a busy week. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah? No? It was. It was. Um, I'm going to say it was crazy. Yeah. So, we just have busy lives. Yeah. And. So. I mean, all my homework's due tomorrow, and I have to do it all tomorrow. So, I can't so throw I'm too much So, I'm not the only procrastinator. Um, but I procrastinate in waves so i'll procrastinate things to different times you procrastinate everything to a single point because i like to work under pressure so tonight you had oh I know homework epr podcast all due in one day like i've procrastinated things but tomorrow all i have is homework <laughs> i don't have like everything else lined up like i knew i had homework tomorrow so i did all the laundry in the house today i normally do that on monday i normally fold on mondays but I knew I had homework tomorrow, so I folded everything today. I took a day of my procrastination off. But it's getting done. Got my homework knocked out. Got my EPR knocked out. And now we're getting the podcast knocked out. Mm -hmm. Very last minute. Yes, very last minute. (laughs) This is, I think, like third week in a row. (coughs) Excuse me. No, we did the one last week. Barely early. Oh, no, we didn't. We did it it on. It was on the day of, and then we posted it. Yeah, that, you're right. Yep, and then the week before that, it was the same thing. So yeah, we're slacking on the podcast. I mean, we're still doing them, but we're slacking on getting them done ahead of time as we've um, usually done. Yeah, the 
the kids being back in school, back in full swing of extracurricular activities, um, it's taken its toll on us. Yeah. But we're still doing it, making time. So now we're Russian. Well, Russian. We're not Russian. <laughs> <laughs> we're Americans. <laughs> but I knew what you were saying, but yes. everyone else probably thought you meant like, <laughs> going fast. So now we're scrambling to put a podcast together. Uh, but these are the ones that usually turn out really well. Um, Jake, Jeremy, it's your fault <laughs> for not jumping on the podcast earlier. But we'll get you guys in the weeks to come. Yes. Um, I think something really interesting would be the how you're extroverted and how I'm introverted and how we come together to be one, not scissors. <laughs> you did scissors with your fingers. I that's know, <laughs> but that's weird. I don't know how else. Oh, like this. Um, yeah. I pulled up a little thing that says introverts versus extroverts. Yeah. Introverts all the way, baby. It made me think about it because I started reading the book Quiet, which I've been meaning to read forever. I just haven't got around to it. Like the physical book or an audio book? Both. So I started reading Quiet on the physical book and then... Is that the I, red and white one? The red and gray one. Mm. Uh, I started reading it and then I put it down and I picked up another book. Not because Quiet wasn't interesting. I For whatever reason, it just... I think it was during the move. Maybe. Uh, and then I saw it on audio books... Um, so I just bought it. So now I'm listening to it. And uh, it's the intro's pretty badass. Yeah. Then you know how introverts are powerful. Are. We got power. So but yeah. Extroverts I, are usually seen as like the the go-getters, the, the people that you want to be like, the ones that are said to be do better in school and at work and are favored in promotions and stuff like that because they're extroverted and they're outgoing. Yeah, I would say, um, let's see, how do I word this without being weird? Fuck you, extroverts. I'm an <laughs> introverted extrovert. That's not true. Um, I think so, I because think, I, I think, don't go into unknown situations being an extrovert. No, I think we could pick each other apart here. Yeah, but I mean, like, if I go into a crowd of people I don't know, I'm not extroverted. But you still give your opinion and you'll still speak up no matter what, whether you know the people mm, in the class. If I'm passionate about a topic, yeah. If I'm just like, if I go I into if, a class, like you know let's say I topic. go into a class and I don't know anyone in the class, I'll spend a few days like filling people out. I won't like jump into conversations and put my two cents. I like kind of fill everybody out and then I'll just go into being Holly. I don't think so. I think you'll give your two cents from the beginning. Maybe not as much as you would um, as if you've been there for a while. But I yeah. think from the beginning, you'll throw your two cents in. You'll be like, uh, hold on. No, that's wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah, if it's let, wrong. Let, let, me, let me tell you this. <laughs> if it's something that's wrong, I will do that. But like an example would be if, like if I go to your work, I feel really out of place just because I'm not like comfortable there. Uh, I don't, I haven't like, made myself well known, i mean that's I natural guess. for anybody but not really though but you well yeah i guess you won't you won't shy away from people you'll you'll be outgoing yeah i guess and you won't stay stuck to a corner like i would and then that's probably accurate yeah and then 
in group conversations, you'll make sure that you're that you're being heard. As in being introverted, when we're in group conversations, I'll listen to everybody talking, and uh, I'll think about everything that's happening, and more than likely I won't say say anything. Especially if there's somebody that's like a like a powerful talker, if that makes any sense. Like me. Yes. <laughs> uh, when somebody's a powerful talker, and uh, even on one-on-one conversations, or but mostly in group settings. I just, I won't say anything because I either get like, you're not going to let me get a word in or you, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess I'll call myself an extrovert, even though I don't think I'm like full on extrovert, but well, not everybody is a complete extrovert or a complete introvert. You'll have, but you'll I'll say I'm like 60, 40. You're more on one side of the scale. Yeah. That's true. I'm more on the extrovert side of the scale. Um, But I have learned through time and experience to pick people like you out and like actively engage you in the conversation. Where I used, like when I was younger, I would dominate every conversation. I'd be like, no, like stop saying words and listen. You're wrong. This is why. (laughs) Um, But now if I see someone who is like being very quiet and I can see the wheels turning, like if they're in freaking Alice in Wonderland during the middle of a conversation. I'll be like, whatever, that person's a goner. But if I can see the wheels turning and I can see like they're listening and they have a thought, I'll be like, hey, what do you think about that? And I normally make them very uncomfortable, but that's they have a lot of engaging things to say because they're kind of um, hearing everybody out and forming ideas where I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> thinking out loud and just yeah. as as the wheels it's, are turning you're letting it loose it's you're funny it because one of these things on this chart of introverts versus extroverts it says introverts think before they speak versus extroverts who tend to think out loud yes 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 and i definitely think before i speak yeah. and uh one of the issues is when i start speaking i want to let it all out so like everything that i thought about and my entire answer or response or whatever it is I just want to put it all out there. And then I start tripping over my words. <laughs> or uh, when I'm talking to somebody who's like a, a powerful talker like like you, I feel like I have to say every, get everything out real fast because that's going to be my only window. So I'll, I'll try to spit it out real fast. And then that's another time when I stumble over my words. Or So you I, just don't want to talk to me? Yes, I want to talk to you. <laughs> I've, I've gotten used to talk to you and I know you a lot more <laughs> a lot better than so if we just started conversation and we didn't know each other it i would find it difficult to put my two cents in unless i was just being a jackass and playing around that's easy right yeah. that's easy to just throw jokes around but to have an actual conversation it's it's harder to get uh words in if i barely met you that makes sense I want to go down this list and see if you think you fall in that category of an introvert versus extrovert. Okay, there's only a, one, two, what, three, four, one? five, six, seven. There's only eight of them, so it's not that hard. All right, so the first one for introvert is prefer spending time in solitude. Yes. Yeah, I hate that. I fucking love it. I hate it. And I mean, um, so for extrovert, it just says has large social networks. Um, and I do. I would rather spend time in small groups than like large 
gatherings, I would say. Well, Maybe yeah. like between, I don't know, four and eight people is comfortable to me. Like a um, group of friends as opposed to a, a fucking crowd. Yeah. Um, but I will say I'm almost at a detriment to spending time in solitude. Not me. That's like my recharging station. Yep. You really enjoy that? Yeah. Uh, so it makes I, me crazy. I like being around small groups of people where you can actually like connect with people but it becomes exhausting i i just um yeah it takes so much of my mental and emotional effort uh to like try and engage with with groups of people or just being around groups of people that if i'm doing it for like well into the afternoon by the end of the day i'm just dead yeah. and i just want to be left alone whether that's just like going and sitting down and reading a book or something or just like be alone with my thoughts or whatever i just need to be alone just to recharge so for me i like to have quiet time um but with people around i guess like i don't want to be bothered but i want someone else there if that makes sense so Um, for me, and I've tried this multiple times, just like going to a restaurant and sitting down and just eating by myself or <laughs> going to, the, like I went to movies once by myself and both of those times I was miserable the whole time. Like I was so wildly uncomfortable. And people find it weird. Like you find it weird when people go to the movies or go eat by themselves. Mm-hmm. I find it refreshing. Like mm-hmm. I, I can do that. No problem. Go to a movie and watch it by myself without feeling weird or awkward. I just, I go and I enjoy the movie. If it's funny, I'll fucking laugh out loud. If it's, if it's an action movie, I'll be like all into it, uh, without ever feeling, uh, like this was wrong or this is awkward or like feeling like I needed somebody. Yeah. And, I don't think it's wrong. I just feel, yeah, yeah. It's not wrong, but I just feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't, and I feel the exact opposite. And then going to eat as well too. Like some, I, sometimes I just like going to sit down by myself and having my meal, and just not talking to anybody. Oh and yeah, it, wh- when I'm going through that, like it's almost perfect, and then somebody will come uh, ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> like the waitress. <laughs> yeah, just like oh god, just leave me alone. I'm good. I don't need no more napkins. Uh, That's funny. Yeah, so I I, I love that 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 time alone, um, to just get away. That's interesting. No, it's not. It is. It's it's interesting how like uh, you can find it so, like still and just peaceful, and how anxious I am if I'm in the exact same situation. Yeah. Like you can just go and like thoroughly enjoy yourself. And my anxiety will be on high alert the whole time. Like if I'm just sitting at a table um, and I don't know why, like there's no reason for it. It's just, it's just part of me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next on this list, it says you would avoid being the center of attention where extroverts enjoy being the center of attention. Yes. Um, I don't enjoy being the center of attention. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you mind it though. So like uh, if all the attention's on you, say like in a classroom. In a classroom, that's different. Um, a different setting. I'm thinking more of like a, 
Like, say we're at a family get-together, and then I'm saying something and everybody pays attention to me. I'll get extremely uncomfortable and try to, like, shift the attention somewhere else. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I So, I see that and teaching in the classroom the exact same for me. Oh, yeah. Like, like I, you don't I, mean- I don't like that kind of attention. Like, I, I like teaching and I like showing people what to do or, or like, explaining stuff to them. Uh but having that many eyes on me is, is nerve wracking. Oh yeah. I don't care about that. Yeah. It, it's nerve wracking to me, whether we're in a conversation in a group with a few friends or, um, if I'm teaching. So I'll say there are times when like, um, like promotions or awards, when you go up there to do your promotion or you go up there to an ex- to accept an award, just because I know you, I know you're uncomfortable, but you don't portray uncomfortableness. For me, like if I have to go up and let's say I won like NCO of the quarter or something, I have to go up and get an award. My neck will be all splotched out. My hands will be sweaty. I'll be shaking. Um, you- like those those situations make me wildly uncomfortable. I hate them. I don't. So... I don't know why this happens now, but now, like my my tail is is sweating. Because you're right? old, probably. <laughs> and you know, there's that saying like, uh, "Don't let them see you sweat." Or, and you know, mm-hmm. when people get nervous, they start sweating. Me, it's it's, and this just recently developed. Like I don't know where it came from, but when I get into those situations, and whether I'm nervous or not, but uh, or I become the center of attention. Like I'm start, I start sweating. Yeah, it's weird. Like my forehead gets all glossy, and I'm you know the one that really gets me, and it shouldn't because I've been in the military for 13 years. But the one that really gets me is decoration presentations. Mm-hmm. I can read decorations, like I can be the proffer, um, or the MC, and I just talk really fast, so I have to like consciously make decisions. But that doesn't. Um, that doesn't make me nervous to stand up there in front of the whole crowd and read this decoration for somebody. Got it. No problem. If I'm the one receiving the decoration, my brain is spiraling out of control. Like at what word, like I'm counting down the words until I had to do facing oh, yeah. movements and I'll like miss what's being said. And then I'm like, oh, am I going to forget to shake, take salute, uh, hands? Am I at attention? Am I doing facing movements? Right. And my brain is just going a million miles a minute. And I'm like, if I was just the one standing there reading this, I'd be perfectly fine. (laughs) And I feel like people pay more attention to the person reading than the person that's getting the award. You know, half of the time or even more than half of the time, nobody cares. I know. (laughs) I know. It's like, what did you do two stations ago with this decoration that finally got signed? Yeah. Okay. Center of attention. So we, we both there. Uh, the next one is think before they speak or tend to think out loud. So um, that's for extroverts, right? Yeah. Tend to think out loud. I'll tell you where that gets me in trouble at is, and I've gotten way better at it through the years. I'm still like really bad at it, but, um, it's just saying thoughts in the middle of someone else talking. Yes. Yeah. And I've told you that before. I know. Let me finish speaking. Mainly when you're pissed off. <laughs> Part of the reason why I have to just get everything out really fast because then you're just going to trump me. But, you know, I don't – like, there are some people who do that intentionally. Yeah. And I don't do it intentionally. It's just, like, words are in my brain, and I feel like I need to say them. So it's, like, the thinking out loud thing. 
But now I've got into the point where I've noticed it more because people have told me, um, like, stop fucking cutting me off. <laughs> and and so if I start to do it, I'm like, er, and then I'm like, I'm sorry, go ahead. Just cause like, it, finish. Just because it feels really rude because it makes the other person feel like you don't give a shit what they're saying. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's not my intentions at all. I mean, I know I can't help what other people are feeling. That's not my intentions. I'm just saying what I'm thinking. Um, but yeah, that's a, it's a shitty, uh, skill to have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. And I, I definitely take a lot of time to think before I speak. Yeah. And then sometimes I still say something that sounds stupid. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. All right. We kind of already talked on that one. So we'll go to the next one. Uh, so the next one is introverts value close one-on-one relationships yes. while extroverts love being in large groups. Um, yeah, I would say I'd lean more toward the introvert side on that one. Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons why this podcast, well, yeah, one of the reasons why I wanted to do the podcast because you get that one-on-one conversation, right? And it's not, it's not superficial. Well, I guess it is kind of, it's not shallow though. Like eventually we'll go, we'll go down somewhere and we're talking about something that matters. Yeah. Right. Or we'll start getting to know you a little bit better or we'll we'll hear something that uh something we don't know about yet. Right. And that's with with anybody. And when you're on the podcast, like you're not being bothered. You know for that one hour, hour and a half, two hours, whatever the time is, that you you're holding this person's attention. Yeah. Like they're not distracted by a sidebar conversation or a TV in the background or or something on their phone. You know, I mean, just etiquette is, hey, put your phone yeah. away while you're doing this. And everybody's been good about that. Yeah. So, and that's like the one-on-one, uh, like, relationships that are, are great to have as an introvert. Yeah. I like, um, I guess I would lean toward both, but more toward one-on-one. Um, I'm just... I'm not like one of the things that keeps falling in the extroverts is you just like large groups. And I don't, I don't like large groups. I like small groups. Um, but even in small groups, I think people tend just naturally as humans, we tend to kind of like pull off into like one-on-one or two on. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's large necessarily large groups for an extrovert as more as, as, uh, it is, like interaction with people and multiple people at that, yeah. um, that, that kind of like gives you energy or you thrive off of like interaction with other people as opposed to like me where I can just be alone and, and feel really good and come back and it re-energize as you, you would need somebody to talk to or, or yeah, somebody to be there with you to, to talk it out. Yeah. Or, so I will say one time or like one instance where I can like immediately think of that, um, that that would not be is if I meet new people, I don't want to be one-on-one with them. Yeah. Um, cause it's uncomfortable. Like you're not really sure like what your boundaries are. You haven't like, uh, established like your, your lines like this, is my left and right. But the um, extra, but you thrive part, in that. What? You thrive in like meeting someone and like being able to go with that person, just you and that person. 
I'm not me. I'm, I get really, I want more people there. That's where that would come out. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. You know, like for an example would be, um, like when we first met the neighbors or whatever, like you and Justin could just go talk. But when I was with Erin, I would be really uncomfortable because I just didn't know her well at the time. So I'd be like. Or like the first time we went to Tennessee. You had met him before. I shook his hand at Well, once. you went to his wedding. What? Yeah, because you <laughs> knew, you were like best friends. All right, friends so story of- time. Um, my friend Kelly, if you're listening, what up? Uh, from back home, came to Las Vegas to get married to her husband, Jared. And my husband met him because we went to their wedding and there was only like three people at this their whole how, wedding. This is how I met him. Hey, this is Jared. Hey, what's up, Jared? Shook hands. And then he walked off to do his wedding thing. And I never spoke to him again until that first day in Tennessee. Okay, so, so five seconds. We went out with them that night. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Well, we still didn't hang out. <laughs> what were you doing? Standing I'm sorry. I, I don't remember. Okay, so, Jared, I apologize. But that so night in Tennessee, we, <laughs> that's where we officially met. So we we go to their wedding. And then a few months later, we went to Tennessee to visit. And me and... Some of the friends that I went to high school with, um, we were just going to have a girls' night. We were going to take all the kids, and we were going to go to a restaurant and just eat with the girls and the kids. And so I just left you with Jared. Those were not plans when we went to their house. I mean, they were. You just didn't know about them. Okay, yeah. I didn't know about (laughs) it. So we got to Kelly's house, and then all your girlfriends got there. And then you're like, "Uh, all right, babes. Uh, You remember Jared? We'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> okay. But, but you had fun. Yeah. It you turned out thrived to be, on that one-on-one. Yeah, it turned out to be a, a blast. And then you girls came and ruined it a few hours later. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, in instances like that. So, that was one of my friend's husbands where you thrived on the one-on-one, right? Yeah. I'm uncomfortable after being married for 10 years if you leave me with one of your family members after knowing them for 10 years. I still am like weird about it just because I don't know, especially with um, like some of your family members who don't primarily speak English. So it gets like, I get confused a lot. Well, I mean, that's natural. There's a language barrier there. So that's... But still... I would say with more of your family than not, I'm uncomfortable being one-on-one with them. Then you just need to go visit more. I know. <laughs> but with you, like you and Shane can just go do things and it's not a big deal because yeah. you thrive in that one-on-one. And I thrive in like... But if it's more they're than one. cool as shit. So... But that makes it sound like your family's not cool. That's not what I said. Well, no. For the record, I mean, did not say that. So, <laughs> No, so me thriving with them is because they're... We have a lot of uh, we have a lot of common, yeah, and so there's plenty of, to talk about, and there's plenty of things to do that we have the same interest in. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, and with both of those guys, w- with Shane and with Jared, um, I mean, really, all we needed in common was beer. But <laughs> <laughs> that's besides the point. We ended up having a lot more in common than, uh, so it was easy to like navigate through that initial awkwardness and then just become friends yeah that makes sense but it's still kind of weird the next one is funny because we've said all these buzzwords without knowing that it was on the list because i'm only going one at a time i'm not looking at the ones below it yeah 
But this one says introverts need time alone to recharge and reflect and extroverts gain energy from being around other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do not like to be alone. Yeah, That sounds horrible when you say it out loud like that. Like, I don't like to be alone. Um, and it's not. You just you just like sharing stuff with people. Like you, you need that that interaction. You yeah, need that engagement. I, um, so I can I can be alone um, if I'm in a comfortable place. Like if I'm at home and I'm just by myself, I can do it in small snippets, like a few hours, and then I need to like get out of the house and go like see other people. Yeah, like me, like the whole quarantine madness. Yeah, that was great. I loved it. Yeah. You, like you it enjoyed was, that. It was an excuse to stay home and not go out at all, and and deal with people. So if I'm like watching a movie, deal with people, that sounds bad. But I mean, if I'm at home and I'm like watching a movie or um, reading a book, doing homework, um, that's fine. But after like an hour or two hours, um, I start getting like antsy. Yeah. So. And even, I would say it's the same when it's, I just need adult interaction. Like, not not momming, not dealing with, like, the kids. But, I mean, that makes it go a little bit better than being at home by myself. But, um, I just, I need, like, conversation or something. I don't enjoy just sitting in the quiet. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you, you get energy from talking to people. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, I, I, I mean, I, so, so do I. Like, I get energy from talking to friends or hanging out with friends. Like, that stuff's great. But, so I don't get energy. It drains me. I like doing it, but it's draining on me. So I could only do it for so long. And then it'll become clearly visible when I'm just like completely drained and it just looks like I'm fucking bored and I don't want to hear anything <laughs> and I'm hanging out with people and it's just like, then they'll start asking, what's wrong? What's wrong? But really, like, I just need to go be by myself for a little bit. So I will say, how do I say this without being weird? Um, in large social settings, um, where you start getting like really comfortable with the crowd, you will want to stay longer to like hang out and keep like enjoying yourself. And I get drained in that. That, uh, that depends. Um, so we have to be doing something. We, if we're just sitting around and we're just talking that I can't last like, uh, all all day or all night doing that um but if we're like actively doing something like if we're playing board games or or we're playing cards or or we're having some drinks uh we're playing cornhole whatever mm-hmm. like if we're doing something like that then the conversation just comes naturally yeah i can, i can do that but if we're just sitting around in a group and we're just uh we're just bullshitting. That stuff's great for uh, an, an hour, hour or two. Or two. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, it's just like, oh, man, I, I can't do this anymore. Like, Yeah, I find that, um, like, even if we're, if there's a lot of people, um, 
I find it draining in those situations. Yeah. Where, and I don't, I won't say if I'm hosting, but if I feel like obligated to people, I think that's when it starts, Mm. the stress starts getting to me. Like if we're at someone else's house, uh, I start getting anxious because I'm like, do they want us to leave? Are they, (laughs) because I just think about myself, right? Because there are times when I'm like, man, I wish everyone would just fucking go and people just keep hanging out and they won't like get the hints of me cleaning or, or whatever the case may be. Right. Um, and so I start thinking that in other people's houses, like, man, I wonder if they really want us to fucking get out of their house. Like I would want them to get out of my house if I was in this situation. Yeah. And so then I'm like, Oh, like are the kids ready? And they're like, Oh, you're leaving already. And then I feel guilty cause I'm leaving already. But then my brain's going crazy cause I think they don't want me there. <laughs> and so I just go in a spiral and I just get mentally drained. Or maybe um, they're just saying that to be nice. Yeah. But I mean, my head just, like, my thoughts are always going, like, just ping, 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 ping. And so, like, I feel like we've had this conversation before and all on the podcast, but you can just sit and think about nothing. Like, your brain can just be flat. Um, There's never a time where my brain's not, like, full synapses, just firing at all times. uh, So, it's it's not that I'm just not thinking about anything, but... It's kind of like it, my thinking is linear. So when I'm thinking about one thing, that's all I'm thinking about. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's just that one thing that I'm thinking about. And then maybe that dives into something else. But it's never like uh, like kind of like a spider web, I guess. Or h- how do you do that? Yeah. So the if you haven't read this book, you should get it. But it's called... Um and this has nothing to do with introverts or extroverts. It has to do with how men and women's brains work. But yeah. it's called um, Men Are Like Waffles and Women Are Like Spaghetti or yeah. something like that. Hold on. Let me find the name of the book so I don't tell you guys wrong. But, yeah, where Since you're I'm, thinking about uh, you're thinking about school and then the kids and then work and then all, all these thoughts, mine is just like, okay, right now I'm thinking about work. Yes. What do I need to do at work? I need to do this, this, and that. Um, yeah, so it's called – Men are like women, or men are like waffles, and women are like spaghetti. By Bill Farrell, um, Bill Farrell. I don't know how you say that, but anyways, the gist of that book is that men's brain operate in boxes. So you have like the school box, you have the workout box, and when you're in one box, you're not in the other. So like your brain exactly. is only focused on that. And women's brains are like spaghetti, where all of our thoughts are constantly touching and overlapping and you can't figure out where one stops and one ends. <laughs> yeah. um, and that book is, it kind of, um, it just helps with communication between like men and women really. But um, but yeah, it's like that. And there's a meme that floats around and it says um, like, well, I was going to do laundry, but then I realized I didn't have laundry soap. So I went to make a list and when I got in the junk drawer, it was a mess when I was getting a pen. So I cleaned the junk drawer. And then I realized that I need to go to the office and get paper. And when I went in the office, I realized the floor needed vacuumed. And then I started vacuuming. I took out the trash and realized the trash need, or I went to empty the vacuum, realized the trash needed to be emptied. And then bottom line, we still don't have dryer sheets. <laughs> and um, that's literally how my brain works all the time. Yep. Nope. Definitely not mine. But the introvert extrovert part of that is where I can sit and think about that all day, uh, or like I find comfort in just sitting there and thinking about it, 
and uh, or like I get upset when the when I'm thinking about something, and then the kids will come up to me and, and, and try to ask me for something or whatever, and I lose my train of thought. But on the extrovert side, where you need to bounce those thoughts off somebody. Yeah, I would say there's that's a double-edged sword because there are a lot of thoughts that just well, yeah, you're ping not, around, but yeah, you're not gonna throw all your thoughts out there. But yeah. most of the time, like you would feel a lot better if you can bounce those ideas or those thoughts off of people. Yeah, that's factual. All right, the next thing on this list, um, and this is where. I think we differ where you hit the extrovert and I hit the introvert. Um, but it says for introverts, you prefer, you prefer working in a quiet, independent environment and the extroverts thrive in team oriented in open work settings. What? No, I'm definitely introverted on that. You think? Hell yeah. Let's see. Let, give me your thoughts on it. Um, prefer working in a quiet, independent environment. Um, I think you thrive when working with others more than all right, I'm gonna say this and you're gonna be angry but I'm gonna say it anyway, but you're just not a self starter. No way. I think I am a self starter. Well maybe you're a self starter really late in the game. <laughs> so what uh Yeah, I think I'm a self starter. Um at work? I think yeah. you I think you need like it, it, it team depends. guidelines to get started. It depends. Yeah. Well, yeah, it depends what you're talking about. So what what do you mean? So for me, if someone likes okay, for example, if someone comes to me and they say, "Okay, like make this happen." I'll just go like figure out my own way ahead. And I'll make it my own whether that's how they want it or not, and then I'll present it like, "Hey, I don't know if this is what you wanted, but this is what you got." Um and for you, I think you thrive more in team settings where you guys can come up with a plan. Not necessarily like a, a step one, step two plan, but you're like, okay, how are we going to go about this? Vice, you just like uh, going from zero to go by so yourself. Yeah, at work, it's probably more that, and I wouldn't even say I thrive on that. That's just kind of like going with the crowd. But more on the self-starter piece, like I'm like you if, like me, I'm pointed at something that needs to get done. Well, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, whether you like the product or not, like it's it's going to get done. You can give me corrections and I'll, and I'll go off of that. But like like the podcast, I, I consider that like a self-starter thing. And I definitely wouldn't have been able to do this if this was like an entire team like project. It was me, want to start a podcast. All right, got the equipment. Let's do it. What do we call it? I don't know. And then I pulled you into it. Yeah. Um, so something like that. Uh, I guess it just depends what it is. On but this is about work. This says prefers working in quiet or thrives in team-oriented and open work settings. So another so, example of that so would be I'd rather school. Work in, I'd rather work in the quiet. That's why at work, like when the office is buzzing, like I can't get anything done. I'll be looking at the same fucking screen forever until it, it quiets down. I need background noise, like, like yeah, white that's what noise, I was say. but I, when everybody's in there, I, I can't, you know, 
the one thing that trips me out is when people listen to music while they work or listen to music while they do schoolwork. That gets me full stressed out. I cannot function. So I would say um, I'm not highly capable, but I would say I'm more capable than most at multitasking. Like I can do multiple things at once effectively. Um, But two of those things that are not effective is having noise and trying to work. So if I'm writing a paper for school, I go into a room that's completely quiet, no noise, doors closed, and I can bang out a paper in like an hour and a half. You could have a TV on, movie playing, the kids running around, doing homework, and you just like tune it all out. Uh, I can't do that. I need like silence. So it's just my brain like firing on whatever the topic is that I'm I'm go at. I don't... Like today, so you were watching th- Jurassic Park while doing your homework. I was stressed yeah, yeah. out watching you do your homework, so I came to the room in the quiet and did but mine. that's because I don't thrive on it, but it's the, like nowadays, it's pretty much the only way to do it. Yeah. But if I if I can be just like by myself and have some some like white noise going on in the background, um, even low, 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 low music, uh, that's probably like the perfect setting. Yeah. Um. So, and mine's kind of shifted. Where in the past I used to like to listen to music, and then do my work. Um. But now I'd rather prefer it just to be uh, a little bit more quiet and just have having white noise. Uh. Because then I'll get I'll get lost in like the lyrics or the beat or whatever's going on with the music. Yeah. I just I've tried. So I've read all the studies and about listening to classical music or whatever while yeah. you're studying. Not me. That's not for, that's not for me. But oh, that and then watching Jurassic Park and doing my homework. The effort piece wasn't wasn't there for what I was doing for my homework. Yeah. You know, like if if it was like my grade is on the line here for this piece of work, I'll probably shut everything out. Yeah. Yeah. So for this one, we'll Going back, it just says um, you prefer working in independent environments or you thrive in team or open work settings. The thing I would say where I'm more introverted there than extroverted is I do not in any way, shape, or form thrive in teamwork. Uh, That sounds horrible when I say it like that. I didn't mean it like that. But um, I hate sharing responsibility or um, or taking the chance that I'm going to have consequences because someone else. Uh, so even in school, right? I've been in school for like my whole life. But if I'm in a class and I look at the syllabus and I see there's group projects, I'll immediately drop the class. <laughs> I've done that two or three times. I, I think it's because you need to be in control. Yeah, but I prefer like working independently. <laughs> yeah. I do need to be in control and um but I feel the same way at work. So if if they're like you're going to work um so if there's a big thing that needs to happen and they're like we need two volunteers, I'll immediately not do it because there's going to be more than one person. <laughs> um and I think it's just cuz I'm very type A and there's I want things my way and I want certain things done. Um 
but yeah, I, I don't know. know. I, I like to work independently as well. Yeah. I, I'd rather do things on my own. Uh, yeah. All right, we'll go to the next one. So there's only two left. So the the next one says, introverts deeply focus and think about specific interests, where extroverts make quick decisions. Ooh. Yeah, that's a tough one. That one. Yeah. So my interest, I will t- take a lot of thought into them. Um. Yeah, that's tough. I make quick decisions if they're like insubstantial. We're not making quick decisions right now. We're not, no, if it's if it's something insubstantial like look at these two and pick one. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like okay, I like that one. Like it's just a snap decision. Um but if it's like where are you going to go to college? Um there's a lot of deep thoughts, a lot of research. There's processes to it. So I'll say my deep thinking comes after the fact. After your decision? Yes. I would say I'm backwards. Yeah. So, like, oh, uh, I'll take the podcast again. It's like, hey, I want to do a podcast. Boom, let's do it. And then I bought the equipment and then started doing it. And then after that is when I started thinking about everything that comes along with the podcast. And it was just like day in and day out thinking about what to do with the podcast, how to tell people about the podcast, where am I going to put it, how am I going to upload it, uh, how to record it, think, all that. Yeah, and I won't say that gets me frustrated, but aspects of it do. Like when we first got the equipment for the podcast and it came in and you were trying to set it up, like my brain's like, why the fuck would you buy this if you don't know how it works? Like if you don't know how to put it on your computer and um, like you don't, <laughs> I was like so frustrated trying to watch you figure it out. I had an idea of how it But worked. in your brain, it was just like that. You did some research on mixers. You were like, this is a good one for podcasts. And then you just bought it. Yeah. But just watching you try to figure out like, putting in those processes like reading the manual and stuff after the fact oh man i was my anxiety was through the roof yeah i was I was figuring um, it out as i went still figuring it out as, yeah. as we go through this but yeah so, a lot of deep thought is put into it offline after the decision was made to to start it and and then the equipment was bought yeah um and i say i would say i'm opposite of that I have a lot of thoughts, a lot of, I spend a lot of time going through things before I'll snap decision them. And sometimes I'll snap decision. I, I, I shit, I did that with the Air Force yeah. or, or the military because it was going to be Army at first. But I was like, hey, uh, I'm going to join the military. All right, let's do it. Uh, yeah, and the thought came afterwards. Uh, I was already in the military. <laughs> <laughs> when you started thinking about the processes. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a good example of where, I mean, I guess the best example that's recent and it's kind of insubstantial, but um, so this summer with COVID going on, we bought the kids a big pool for our backyard. So it's Ugh. like a, it's like a 20 by 20 um, 
above ground pool. Above ground pool. And then 20 by 20, that sounds like a square, but it's just like a 20-foot circle pool. Um, and the filter that came with it was just trash. So we ended up getting – well, I had been wanting since we bought the pool back in June – to get one of the sand filters for it just because it's west texas so there's a lot of dirt and dust and it needs like the water needs to be filtered a lot um and so i have been doing research on pool filters from june of last year until about two weeks ago when i finally pulled the trigger and bought a filter and then we immediately took the pool down and we're not going to get these until next year (laughs) um but there was a lot of stuff out there that was just like, it doesn't really matter as long as you get one that can filter at least 3,000 gallons an hour of water. You're going to be solid for your above ground pool. But that just wasn't a good enough answer for me. I I like go in and I read reviews. I look at pictures that people post. Uh, I go to the manufacturer's website and see like how big it is, what replacement parts might be needed, what common errors are with the equipment. And... Yeah, that's like how my brain works. But then in other instances where like you say something like, oh, I want an air runner. Then I do no research because you said you wanted it. And in my brain, you should have already did all the research. So then I'll just go buy it for you. And I had done no research (laughs) at all. But you knew exactly what you wanted. You were like, I want this air runner. And I was like, cool. Yeah. Like, Like when you say that, it's not for me at that point. It's something that you want and... If you haven't done the research, then that's just a you problem. But, like, I just took your words. There it is. Now you have an air runner. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. So, the last one <laughs> says, introverts can be seen as reserved where extroverts are outgoing and enthusiastic. Yeah. I'm very reserved. Um, Yeah. You're reserved. But I would say in... Again, you're on both sides of the spectrum, but it just depends what setting you're in. Yeah. Uh, so I'll become outgoing, like if I if I know people, but if I don't if I don't know anybody, or I'm still not too familiar with you, or, um, like I'm not gonna be outgoing at all. That's how I am, though. No way. I don't just go into a crowd of people I don't know and be outgoing. Yeah. So I. T- yeah, not outgoing in that way, but you're still open to to you'll still do plenty of talking. Where me, I'll it's like hiding in the shell. Yeah. I won't say a word unless like directly being spoken to. Yeah. You I don't know. I think you're good at um for the first parts of like meeting people, you're very um, in like closed off, I would say. Yeah. Um, but if I'm with someone, like say we go to one of your work functions where it's just people you work with that I don't know. Um, and so you're just yourself. You're like comfortable with these people. I will thrive off of your comfortableness. So if there's a conversation happening, even if I don't know any of them, but you are actively engaged in the conversation, then I'll engage because I know, like, I'm comfortable because you are. And I, I wouldn't be. I'd be the exact opposite. 
But if we go to places where neither of us know anyone, um, I think we're both pretty reserved. Like if we PCS, so if we move with the military and we go to a new base, um, I think we both stay pretty quiet until we get a little bit comfortable in the in the area. Yeah. I'd agree. Yep. What's your biggest takeaway that, like when you meet someone, how do you pinpoint if they're an introvert or an extrovert? Uh, so I've never really, I mean, just thinking about it now, I guess, fuck, that'd be hard to do. Yeah, you think? I normally, yeah, if it's one-on-one conversation, yeah, because it could be either, but I guess it'd have to be in a group setting. I don't think so. I normally will pinpoint it by just having a conversation with someone. Um, so if I'm trying to have a conversation with you about, I'll just go back to like going to a new place. So, and this could be like, if you're going to a new job anywhere, whether you're civilian or military, um, and you're just trying to figure out stuff and you're like, Hey, like, where's the schedule where, and it feels like you're literally like dragging information for people. You know what I mean? Like, can you show me the file path? What document do I need to open? Can you tell me how to read this? Um, And then they're like, it's here. And you're like, okay, what does blue mean? Blue means that they're on leave. And you're like, "Ah, I am trying to teach me this, but I will normally pinpoint an extrovert if they're willing to go out and they're like, okay, like the schedule is here. This means this, this means this, everything's separated. If you have any other questions, let me know and I'll be more than willing to help you. Um, Where people, if you ask them a question, they give you like a, this is the answer to the question. You did not ask me anything else. Stop talking to me. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm like, okay, let me find somebody else. This guy does not want to talk to me. That makes sense. Um, That's normally how, but Because there are people who will come and now that I'm comfortable in my job, I'm comfortable with where I work. um, When the new people come, I will outgoingly reach out and be, hey, you know, if you need help with anything, feel free to ask me any questions. You know, I'll I'll help you as much as I can and whatever. Oh, yeah, I don't do that. Um, (laughs) But when I first got here, I just remember how difficult it was. Well, really, any place I've been, I just remember how difficult it is to... Because you'll have some people who are just, like, almost to an annoyance helpful. And you're like, I did not ask you any questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please stop talking to me. But those are, like, the far and in between, I would say. Yeah, I think... I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, because I'm definitely not, I'm probably one of those where you ask me something and I'll give you the answer to exactly what you asked and then I'll go back to doing whatever it is I was doing. Uh, recognizing that you're someone new and probably needs more help, but I'm doing my shit. I think you recognize it late. So if someone asks you a question, and just because I've seen you do this before, if someone asks you a question you'll answer them and go back to whatever you were doing. But then it'll like click a few minutes later. Like, I wonder if I should have helped them. Yeah. It's not like a, 
immediate. So I think that's just a nurturer in me, like the kind of person I am just wanting to help other people, no matter what the circumstances are. And I don't think that's an introvert or extrovert. I think that's a personality thing, but I just want people to feel like if they have issues, they're being helped. Um, And I feel like you in hindsight, think about those things. So if someone asks you for something, like you give them the answer that they asked for and then like I I checked the box. You asked me, I gave you an answer <laughs> next. Um where I'm like, Okay, is that all you need? Do you need help with anything else? And but I guess that's kinda falls into the introvert extrovert. Yeah, I would I would classify that as like an introvert extrovert thing. 'Cause yeah, you're right. I'll I'll give you the answer and then that's it. Like I don't really know you, so and then I'm not gonna shoot the shit with you just to shoot the shit. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go back and do my thing. If you need more help, ask me another question. Cool. Uh, but yeah, I'm not gonna be outgoing like that. Yeah, but that would be one of those things where people are like, I just wish this guy would tell me these things so I don't have to keep asking like step by step every question. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, those are difficult situations for me. Um, I find it extremely frustrating in certain settings. Like, um, when I feel myself getting angry about things, I find it very hard to not let my extrovert tendencies come out and, like, be like, are you serious right now? Um, whereas you can stay really calm in those situations. And the one I'm thinking of, it's not really like anything that matters, but, um, if I go through a drive through somewhere and I'm trying to order and everything I say, they're like, what else do you want? Is that all? Is that all? Does that complete your order? Is that all? I'm like, will you shut the fuck up and just let me tell you what I want? <laughs> um, that is annoying. Whereas you, you would just stay calm. But me, I'll normally add something like, no, I have a very large order. I'm going to order a lot more things. So yeah. they will quit saying it to me. Whereas you, you'll just let them say it every time. Well, and yeah. Keep I, going. So I, I think that's another like thing with uh, introverts and extroverts where being introverted, like I don't, I don't want conflict. Yeah. Like, that's like if I find myself in conflict then yeah, I'll, uh, I'll give it everything I have. But more often than not, I try to stay away from it. And then I start getting uncomfortable uh, when I know there's going to be conflict. Uh, But, I mean, if it's there, then fuck it. Yeah, I would say that was one thing that wasn't on the list was how people deal with conflict. Um, I wouldn't say I thrive in conflict, but I don't shy away from it. I think you're comfortable with conflict. I am. I'm 100% comfortable with conflict. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I find myself a lot, especially in the military, um, playing devil's advocate. Like, well, look at it from a different perspective. Look at it from this side, um, which normally stirs conflict. But I also, I get extremely frustrated when I'm proving to you that you're wrong about something or I'm showing you the right way to do something based on, guidelines or regulations and you still want to argue like that shit pisses me off um and (laughs) i will say uh an issue that gets me in a lot of trouble is 
when I'm stating my point and I know I'm right, even if you disagree with me, I know I'm right based on rules and regulations and just simple facts and you're still arguing, I'll shut down. I'll just be like, okay, like if I'll do what you want. Um, like you win this round, I'm done. Because there's a point where you know you're getting nowhere. Um, and I think you thrive in those points where you can just, you'll keep the back and forth going until you guys get to a resolution. And I'm just like, okay, you win. Like I'm done. I'm not going to keep arguing this shit with you. Um, and I'll just get annoyed and then um, that will cause me to go back into introverted tendencies where at that point, like I will no longer reach out to that person. I won't engage in conversation with them anymore. Um, I'll just pull back completely. And they're like, oh, well, like she's just a quiet person. I'm like, no, you're an asshole. <laughs> to you and yeah. you specifically. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and conflict in general, if someone is is willing to have like an educated like back and forth and I don't even want to call it conflict but just like a a conversation where we disagree and we're trying to see each other's point of view I don't get uncomfortable in those situations if it's just like a straight up argument and you're proving me wrong or I'm proving you wrong uh yeah I don't I don't get uncomfortable in that either but I'm I'm 100% like if you can prove to me that I'm wrong and I normally won't engage in conflict if there's a chance that I'm wrong. But um, that in itself starts becoming conflict. Yeah. Yeah. Like that like if you're trying to prove me wrong um more often than not I'll just like whatever you're right okay um if it's not that important I'm just be like okay yeah whatever yeah. I'm going to go do my thing. Like, you're right, you win, I don't care. Normally, if we go back and forth about, or if I go back and forth with someone about something, um, there's a 0% chance that I don't know that I'm right. <laughs> um, if I know for a fact that I am right, I'll go back and forth with you all day. Like, because I know you're wrong. I think you go back and forth with anybody about anything. If someone proves me wrong, I think I had the humility to be like, you know what, like, you're right and I was wrong. Yes. But I want to see it. You do. You need to prove it to me. But I think there'll still be conflict and there'll still be like a, an argument or heated discussion. discussion. Yeah. Leading up until you've been proven wrong. Yeah. But I'm pretty good about gauging those situations where, yeah. or if I don't know, I'll say like, okay, show me. Like, if you're just talking out of your ass and just saying something and you can't show me and I think you're wrong, I'll let you know that I think you're wrong. And if yeah. you're like, oh, well, I just know it's a thing and I can't show you, then I'm like, well, fuck off because no. <laughs> but yeah, I need to, I'm very, uh, like, if you can't prove it to me, then just go sit down. One thing I hate that's like, uh, I'm pretty sure this is an extroverted thing. Is having an answer for everything, whether you're right or wrong, um, you just you have an answer for everything just because you want to make it seem like you don't know, or or you just want to talk. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, so if I ask you a question, uh, I don't have a good example. 
But if I ask you something like, hey, where's this place? And you have no idea where that place at. But you start saying, well, yeah, it could, it could be here, there, there, this and that. Oh, oh so you just like talk in a circle? Yeah, you just talk around it or you just say something to make it seem like you know what you're talking about or you know the answer. But in reality, you don't. And do I do that? I don't think so. I was about to say, I don't think I do that. <laughs> but I wanted to but, ask before I made myself look but stupid. But usually I notice it with extroverts. Like they'll say something just just to say something. And yeah. or as opposed to where me, I'm as an introvert. Uh, I'm okay with saying I don't fucking know <laughs> or, yeah. or I just like bro I don't have an answer like people who say stuff just to hear themselves talk yeah that they just have to or, say or stuff. just that they don't want to have the the appearance of not knowing yeah it's, yeah yeah well you don't want to ask it's, me it's, where it's, nothing is I'm it, the worst person like in the when, world with directions when people are briefing in, in, in the schoolhouse and then you ask them a question they don't know but they don't want to seem like they don't have the answer so they'll start just rambling stuff yeah it's the same thing with people and then some people can bullshit their way uh out of it uh, pretty good but (laughs) Um, because i'll ask them like if i say okay how many people are there and they just they say a number and i'm saying okay where did you get that and then they have to like go to a source and if they're like Okay, well, I got it from here. And well, yeah, okay. in, in briefings, it's easier, but when you're in normal conversation with people. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty, I don't want to use, I started to say I'm pretty combative. <laughs> um, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm combative, but, um, and I just think not introverted or extroverted, but it plays into my type A personality. Um, I just want to know where you're getting your information from. So here's where, here's how, how I could, Divide the the introvert and the extrovert part of it. So if somebody says something, and uh, we both know. So you being the extrovert, and me being the introvert, say we know, like that's wrong. They'll say something. I'd be like, oh really? Uh, I I'd have to see the the website where you saw that or or something like that, right? Ch- trying to deescalate it, and you'd be like. That's fucking wrong. You're talking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably factual. That's exactly how it would happen. So there's yeah. the the conflict piece, and then, and then trying to stay away from conflict, um, and then it would just go from there. Yeah, I'm. I would back that up by saying I wouldn't leave it at that. So say someone was like, "We'll just go back to." That you wouldn't leave it at that, but then the other person would say. It is fucking true. <laughs> and then I would, yeah. <laughs> um, it would just get out of control from there. Because I'm going back to what I was just saying. I'll be like, that's bullshit. And I would like source how I knew that was bullshit. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to go back to an example that we've used a lot on the podcast. And it's Chase has been on here because I think it's funny. But like the flat earth. Like people genuinely believe the earth is flat. And I'm like, no, you're fucking stupid. Like the earth is a sphere, cylinder, sphere. A sp- what? It's a sphere. A sphere. Um, and so then people will argue with me. I'm like, no, like there's fucking pictures from space satellites, from things in orbit, from the Mars rover. Like there is physical proof that the earth is not flat 
Um, and then people are like, well, it's like a plate. And I'm like, no, it's not, dumbass, because then it would be daytime all the time. And I'll go back and forth with these people. Um, but then there's a point where you draw the line. And no matter how introverted or extroverted you are, you're like, this person is just full on stupid. and They're not going to see reason. And so you just let them be stupid. But that's conflict with you. And they become heated discussions or heated arguments where me, I'd be like, ah, you're probably wrong, but whatever, man. You wouldn't say that, though. You wouldn't even say you're probably wrong. You would just be like, okay, I don't think that, but you're good. Like, Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. It's just it's de-escalating and trying to get away from the conflict. No, I get um, frustrated. Yeah. I get frustrated when, when teaching in the schoolhouse. So in the school we teach in, if you're like, haven't listened to all the podcasts, um, in the schoolhouse that we teach in, we have to teach manual plotting so where students have to plot latitude and longitude and then they have to plot military grid reference system um, an mgrs or military grid reference system is 100 percent based off of the curvature of the earth um, and so when i'm trying to explain to them why they're plotting this based on the curvature of the earth because it's fucking circle um sphere People will get mad and be like, well, I don't think we should be learning this because the earth is flat. And then I just have to like breathe for a second and I'm like, okay. That like, person is now in the Space Force. I wish I could make all flat earthers go to the Space Force. <laughs> I need to start a petition. That's a good, I'm going to put that in on that. Air Force in innovation. <laughs> make all flat earthers go to the Space Force. <laughs> um, yeah, but like those... And as an instructor, I have to stay objective, right? So I can't, like, go in and tell my student, like, hey, you're real dumb. Um, so normally those conversations will have my blood boiling. And I have to say, you know what? Just humor me. Just for the sake of this course that you need to graduate, just plot <laughs> the blue lines. And they'll be like, okay, ma'am. Like, and I'm like, okay, I, I get it. We live on a, a plane. Okay. Like, I get it. Can you just, can you just do this for me? Like, just look at the blue lines. Keep moving the little triangle. I don't know what to tell you. Just do this and get out of my face. But yeah, I find it, uh, I find it increasingly difficult to deal with situations like that. To deal with flat earthers. Um, but those are those times where no matter what you prove to me or no matter what you show me, there is physical proof that you're wrong. And so I will engage in conflict in those situations um, where you would deescalate the situation and walk away. Yeah. I don't have time for that shit. Yeah. But I mean, even in situations where it's, <laughs> and I'll say this is where I can like vastly see that the difference in us is if you know someone's wrong, like let's say, it's a change of command ceremony and um, and you have like the Marine Corps that are going to be at the change of command and you had to display the Marine Corps flag and then people are arguing back and forth about the Marine Corps flag or the Air Force flag going first. Um, if conflict was going on, you would just be like, okay, like we'll handle that the day of the change of command. Like, it's not a today problem. And then you would just go look up where it goes. Like, you wouldn't go back and forth with them right there. And I'd be like, uh-uh, Google, 
pull up the change of command AFI, I'd be in protocol, and I'd be like, right here in paragraph 6.2.6, it says this flag goes first. And you would just be like, okay, like, let's do something. Like, we'll worry about the flags later. Let's right now worry about whatever. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, yeah, and I would just get frustrated. So, yeah. But, yeah. Now nah, I'll shy away from conflict. Uh, I mean, I'll have my moments when I'll snap, but uh, they're they're rare, few and far between. Yeah. But I guess we could wrap it up there. We did a yeah. good hour and twelve minutes. That's not bad uh, for spur of the moment. And then talking about introvert and extrovert, introversion, ex- extroversion. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I think that's right. I'm going to say it's right. Introversion? Don't quote me. I don't think. But uh, we will stop it there. And uh, we'll do a better job. Of, well, you'll do a better job of planning. I'll still shoot from the hip and wing it. And, and we'll get our, our guests for next week. I already gave you a bunch of topics. So we have topics in the works of things we'll talk about in the future. Yeah. But we still have a bunch of guests to bring on. We do. And then if there's something you guys want to hear about, give us a shout out and tell us and we'll throw the topic in. Maybe. Yeah, possibly. Buddy. I'm not going to make promises because you might have a dumb topic, but throw it out there. You can't we'll discuss offer it. people to make <laughs> suggestions for a topic and then tell them that it might be dumb. <laughs> we will talk about Jeez. We will talk about your topic even if it's in passing. <laughs> All right. There's my extrovertism. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. We're stopping it there. Okay. Peace out, Cub Scout. Peace out, Cub Scout. We'll see y'all later.